If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You play with Book and you play with Bradley Beal. Yeah. If you had to say who you think is the better shooter. Oh, uh, Book is probably the better shooter. Or, yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Book is super cold, but Brad is super, super cold. Um, but if I would say a better shooter... I'm probably going to have to go with Book. Yeah. Um, do you think Book, Bill, and uh, KD, you think they can win a title? If they got a point guard. It looked like it's going to be Book. He Book ain't a point guard. He'll too. He'll Book score. scored 70 points in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> got to score 70 no point yeah, guard. Not, yeah, no. You blocked KD shot a couple of times. How hard is it to defend KD? KD is probably one of the most difficult people to guard because he's seven feet. And he could shoot from deep, and he got a bag. So, um, yeah, it's the players now again. Like they're unbelievable. Yeah, there was no, there's nobody really like KD. If you say Dirk could shoot the ball like KD, but Dirk was, you know, he gonna get it on the block. He gonna shoot the one leg step back. Yeah, he can let the three go. Yeah, he wasn't putting it on the floor like KD can get all the way to the rim. He didn't can really finish at to. the rim. Can yeah. stop, pop, got the three. Dirk was nasty though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dirk was super cold. He um yeah, he 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 is probably one of the reasons that there is a Kevin Durant. Right. You know? But yeah, they're they're two different dirties. You played with Dane. Yeah. Um, how happy are you that he's out of Portland? And should he have made this move sooner? I don't think he really wanted to move. Dame is one of those individuals that he's he's loyal to a fault. Loyal to the soil. Yeah, loyal to a fault. Yeah. Um, Kevin Garnett, huh? In Minnesota. You remember how long it took him to get out? Yeah. Uh, and, um, I mean, I, it's nothing wrong with that. Again, he's made an unbelievable living. Yeah. He's created a identity. He's, you know, done things in Portland that not a lot of people have done. But, you know, at some time... Sometime in your career, a change of scenery is always good. Right. Dame or Steph, better deep ball shooter. 
<laughs> what? Man, that's that's not even fair. I, I don't even. I'm gonna give you a 35 footer for your life. One of those guys got to take it. Who you won't shoot me? For game? For your life? For my life? Your life? Since I'm gonna go with since Steph been whooping my ass for so long, I'm going with Dame. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I've been in the trenches with Dame, so I'm gonna go with Dame. You go with Dame? Yeah. Okay. Will Dame and Giannis get it done? Because it's off to a slow start, a little uh-huh. rocky start. But hey. You believe they could turn it around? Because I thought it would be better than what it was. Because Dame's the point. They can get you to pick and roll. Dame's a closer. Giannis is going to do what Giannis is going to do. Are you surprised they've struggled a little bit early? Again, <clears throat> when you don't have training camps to build build like chemistry, it's gonna it's it's tough to it's tough to to like gel straight away. Mm-hmm. But once they settle into like the part of the season where it's ugly and they figure it out. I think they'll have a chance to to put it together. You played with CP3 in New Orleans. You played with him in, in Houston. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him joining the Warriors? You surprised? No, nah, I'm not surprised. Um, it see, wasn't his choice. He got traded. Huh? He got traded there. Um, I wouldn't have done it, me personally. But again, I'm not him. Right. Um, just because they whipped our ass for so long. Right. <laughs> you know what? You ain't, you ain't trying to join them. I couldn't do it. Did you ever see coming the day that you guys would link up in Houston? Yeah, I did. We we always, you know, we he's one of my best friends in the league. Wow. He's actually my time. He's probably my best friend in the league. You know, and to this day, uh, he's my one of my best friends. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I I knew eventually we'll have a, another opportunity to play together. I thought we'd have a chance to win the championship. Uh, we got really close, close. to to achieving that goal. But again, like I said, sometimes things don't always, you know, luck don't always be on your side. Is CP misunderstood? What is, what is it that, because there's a perception about him, a little dirty, a little sneaky. Uh. Everybody, everybody got shit that shit. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Right, right. right. And, and at that level, so. You know, if people want to be upset that he play hard or he does shit that's not in the rules right. technically, then all right, that's cool. You played against Draymond. Man, yeah. you say Draymond tried to put the head of man like a baby boy. Come sure. on, man. So- <laughs> that shit was so funny. I, I didn't see it live, but I seen it like on. Re- yeah. But, yeah. So just watching him like have him in a choco, I, I mean, you would, you would I'm love like, Hold that. on, Draymond like 6'6", six, six, you 7'3". How did he get behind you to be able to get up there and, and choke you? He happened fast. He, got, <laughs> he had understood it. But you know what, Trev? I'm mad at Cat. Can't let that happen. I'm mad at everybody on that team. Yeah, man. Yeah. I got to have, hey, Trev, I got to have y'all. All now, y'all. the one thing is, I ain't say we got to be best friends. Mm-hmm. But when somebody come into the house, everybody fight, everybody got to scrap. You know what's funny? Me and one of my, one, another one of my best friends, his name is Bottoms. We call him Bottoms. Yeah. His name is Brandon Heath. You know, when we were in high school, we used to fight against each other all the time. Right. But when it comes to like an outsider trying yes. to get in on the outside or whatever we arguing about. That ain't happening. Bro, we going to tear your ass up. How they let that happen? They let the man hold you. Draymond got the man in a chokehold and Cat standing there. Ant-Man standing there. Everybody just standing there. You know what it is? I, I, I figure the fines is too high. Right. And, you know, it's getting ready to be Cat so birthday. So what's the fine when I whip your ass in practice? <laughs> What's that fine? How much is that gonna cost? That's that's the part of the game that that is missing right now, probably. <laughs> yeah. Man, you can't. 
You can't leave a man out there to dry like that. Nah. Because look at the difference. Look at what Draymond did when dude had clay. Mm -hmm. And look at what they did when Draymond had Gobert. That's that's all I'm saying. That's the part of the game. Draymond said, F them fine. Now, he probably going to get suspended. Mm -hmm. Probably 5, 10, who knows. Given his history, it might be more games than that. But he said, you know what? Y'all not going to do that to my boy. Because I I can just imagine Draymond would have came in that thing with a chair like a Texas death row match. And I'm not mad at him for that. Like, again, like those things are... They're, they're undervalued, yeah. even though they might not be great for like your ratings or it might not be great for the business of the game. But it's great f- to understand that you have a player on your team that's going to ride with you right or wrong. Yeah. And I would ride with somebody like that at all times. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, 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 I wanted to ask you because, like I said, I, I've asked a few people. I don't really understand the basketball culture kind of like, you know. Football is a, is a wholly different, it's a totally different mindset for yeah. basketball players. But when you saw the footage of Draymond punching Jordan Poole, what were the thoughts that went through your mind? Did you think, what the F did he say? No, nah, the first thing I thought, sorry to cut you off, but what I thought was, who the fuck put this out? Like, yeah. whoever put that out, that's who you need to get at. Right. Uh, what happens in-house is, Stays. that should stay in-house. Um I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't even care what happened. The part that I don't like is that it got out. Mm-hmm. That's the part that's weak to me. Right. And so you see now all of a sudden, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like Steph was like, oh, man, Draymond was wrong. Clay like, oh, Draymond was wrong. It was like, you know, it's a very unfortunate. Have you seen, I mean, you played 18 years. Have you seen situations where players fight? Yes, of course. I've been in situations where things have gone down so the thing about it is like when you are with somebody every single day you're not going to get along every day like when people have relationships or wives or whatever you in the house with that person every single day you're not going to get along every day so like understanding that and not letting it go outside of your house is what's the most important thing how hard is it to defend something? Because I, we've never seen anything like Steph. Forget the shooting. Yeah. It's the con- the perpetual motion. The motion. Man, beat your ass still. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy part is, like, he shoots a lot of threes, right? Yeah. But he get a lot of layups, too. Yes. And that's what opens up the three ball. He's always on the move, and he has players that can pass the ball. Like, right. Like Dre. He, back in the day, he had... Um, David Lee? No, not David Lee. Uh, the biggest Australian guy. Oh, oh, Bo- Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut. He was a really good passer, you know? So, like... And cassette screens? And cassette screens. Yeah. Like, people that have sacrificed themselves mm-hmm. for a talent that is as good as him, you need them. Right. That's what allows him to be as great as he is. Will CP3 get the first ring? Will he get an opportunity to get the championship in Golden State? <laughs> no. can't nobody fuck with Denver on the West to me especially right now Denver like the way that they move the ball Jokic being on their team Coach Malone I don't see Jamal is not there right there oh yeah their team is just like that are you surprised he was so willing to come off the bench because the guy's been a star his whole career you said he's a top 75 player I think he's third all time in assist and he's like okay those are the sacrifices that you were talking about earlier yeah. that you have to be willing to make Correct. if you want to be a championship team. Correct. CP is one of those people that his game can change with the situation. So I think that um, 
I don't think it bothers him that he's coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that if it's best for the team, then he's willing to do that at this point in his career. Right. Give me, you know, because you played with so many great players, I kind of want to get the mindset and bring our, uh, our viewing and listening audience into it. CP3 in practice, yeah. Kobe in practice, CP3 in the game, Kobe in the game. Some of the similarities, some of the differences. Uh, they both are ultra competitive. CP will try to probably, Kobe will try to beat you in walking to the locker room. <laughs> CP will be right on his heels. <laughs> yeah. So they competitive with everything. We shoot pool, we play a table tennis, we play a card. Everything. <laughs> everything. They want to beat you at everything. Chris Paul also said, had you not gotten hurt in Houston, mm. you probably would have won the championship. If he didn't, I would, I, I would agree with that. If he didn't get hurt when, yeah. when we were in Houston, I feel like we had an opportunity to win. That was We had like top five team in yeah. offense, top 10 in defense. Um, you know, we shot a lot of, we had a lot of good players on, on our team, shot a lot of threes, but. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how you miss 27, 27, 26, 27 straight threes, though. How you do that? I think. You can't even try to do that. You can't. It was a cap on the, it was a <laughs> lid on the, on the rim. Because everybody was missing them. And yeah. It, it, you remember the movie Six Men? Yeah, uh, yeah, my, yeah. And, uh. Bro was Bro, knocking oh, oh, the yeah. shots off the, that exactly <laughs> yeah. what was happening. <laughs> Playing with stars, obviously you are, you're a glue guy. You're one of the guys, I mean, everybody can't be a star. Somebody has to take a role. Yeah. You know, everybody can't be the CEO of the bank. Somebody got to be the custodian. Somebody got to be the cashiers. Somebody got to be the branch managers. Mm-hmm. How do you find your role, your niche, in a team full of stars? So... When you have or you plan with players that are the star player or a superstar, you understand that. And in order, it, it just depends like on your mentality. Like if you want to win, what's what's, what's the important most important thing to you? And for me, it's winning. Like I was a player that could kind of do a little bit of everything. And in order for me to be on the court, I learned early that you have to do something that's going to help you stay on the court. Right. And that was play defense, hit open shots, dive on the floor, mm-hmm. do all the shit, all the things that people do not like to do. Right. Until like your situation changed. So for me, that situation just happened to be the role that I took on in every every team that I played on. And my idea was just to be the best superstar I can be right. in my role that I played. Well, how dif- how difficult is it to deal with egos? Because you play because the superstar knows he, he's here, mm-hmm. and there are only like a handful of those guys. I'm talking about like true, true. And you play with Kobe, you play with LeBron. Right. Obviously, you play with CP3, you play with some other guys, James Harden. But how difficult is it to play with a guy that's like that? For me, and I can't speak for other people, but for myself, it's it's easy because I feel like I got my own ism. Like, I got my own thing that I do. I got my own friends. I got my own everything. Right. And, you know, going to play with those type of individuals, they understand what I bring to the table. So, If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's not... It's not a shot to my ego. It's actually a boost to my ego because I don't have to try to fit in. I, I, I fit in because I just fit in. Right. How do you get comfortable in your role? You're a three and D guy. Um, once made three, uh, made 10 threes in a game, but you were known for your defense. What's, what's the, the biggest key? Because not only must you try to limit LeBron or limit James Harden or limit one of the Kawhi or PG, whomever. Yeah. But you still, they're still going to ask you to knock down those three that when you get that opportunity. Because let's think now, you're spending so much energy because you know they can go get 40, 50. Yeah. And you're trying to limit them as much as you possibly can while still maintaining energy to be able to get that shot up and knock it down. I think uh, the mental toughness, that's the part of the game that is that you have to have that has to be extremely high. Because you, like you said, you know you guarding somebody who could go off for 50. So, and they probably going to get to their average no matter what. Right. It's just making the percentages go down. That gives your team a chance to win if they're taking more shots to get to their average. Right. And understanding that, you know, all right, fool, like, he going to get to his average, but you just can't make it easy for him. Right. Do everything you can to make it as uncomfortable as possible. You've got the distinction of being the most traded player in NBA history. Yeah. How difficult is that on your family? And then when did you like, damn, again? 
again. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like a military family, but you 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 on the move, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I'm doing what I love to do. Right. I mean, it don't matter what jersey it is or what city. I looked at it as you know my family, somebody wanted me. No, my family got to see different parts of the country. Right. And I'm still playing at the top level in the sport mm-hmm. that I chose to play in. What was the best and the worst trade you experienced? Uh. Well, there was one time I got traded like four times, right? In a, like a day or whatever. Huh? Yeah, but I didn't go to none of the places. So um, I think the best experience of being traded was a team that wasn't going to use me. They allowed me the opportunity to train and do the things that I needed to do in the space that I was at, like with my family. So, right. you know, I have a lot of respect for, for that organization, for that team, and, you know, understanding you know, my age or whatever. Right. They they um they they gave me the respect of allowing me to to be at home while they were looking for a place for me to go. When you say you was traded four times in a day, so how does that go? You're in a ho- your hotel room or two days or some shit. Two days. But anyway, your so your your agent says, Okay, you got traded to such and such, but sit tight. You're probably not gonna go there. They're looking to move you. And so you just sitting tight, you're like, Well damn I mean, it's nice to be wanted, but so what's what's going on in your head? What are you thinking? I just wait until I go to where I'm supposed to go. Right. Yeah. It's that's not like that's not a bruise to my ego. Right. You know, like this is a this is sports. You know, I'm still going to get a chance to compete. So the guys that get caught up in that, they got to be a little bit younger. Right. Because, again, like the older you get, the longer um, the longer you play, you understand it's a business. You know, we as the athlete, the young athlete, we looking at it as from the love of the game. And as you get a little bit older, you start to understand both sides of it. Being from L.A., obviously you love L.A. What's outside of L.A.? What's one of the a couple of the best cities that you lived in? I love Houston, uh, Miami for sure. Mm-hmm. D.C. is great. New York was great. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you lived in anyway, that, they 50 states, you lived in like 12 yeah, of them. Right, so I got to experience a whole bunch of things right. not a lot of other people got get to experience. And I still got to do it first class. Yeah. I read where you said that you were traveling to Milwaukee and I think uh, Oklahoma City and you experienced ghosts. Is that true? Oh, man. There was a hotel in, in Oklahoma City, the Skirvin. Yeah, that's true. And y'all still, they, uh, teams still stay there? I don't know if teams stay there now, but I remember just laying on my bed. It had to be like early, early like getting in late. So it's early in the morning. I'm laying on my bed. The lights are on. Mm-hmm. Everything is on. So I fall asleep on the bed, fully clothed. I ended up in the bed. <laughs> the lights off. I was just, I, I, I know I didn't do it. <laughs> what? I didn't put myself. But you were still there. clothed though, right? Yeah. The ghost didn't take your clothes off. Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure. Ain't stripping naked. But I was uh I ended up in the bed with the lights off. Okay. Give me your all-time starting five based on your teammates, former teammates. So Kobe, LeBron, Dwight Howard, Westbrook, Dame, Melo, Book, CP3. Tracy McGrady, Ooh. Paul Gasol, Penny Hardaway, and Stephon Marbury. Started five. That's, let me look at that list. <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Where is it at? All right. Stop. Kobe for show. Yep. Um, so these guys who start, right? Yeah. You- All right. So I'm going to go with Kobe. I'm going to go with uh, Chris. 
I'm gonna go with Powell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna put Dwight in there. Okay. And you don't got no four men in here. Oh no, Powell. Yeah, Powell, your four. Yeah, Powell for sure. Dwight's your five. Dwight, Powell. You missing the three? A uh, three? I didn't say Bron. Nope. Well, Bron. <laughs> That's it. And That's then, a nice little squad. Yeah. How, do you think, let me ask you a question. In their prime, mm-hmm. you win a championship with this team? In their prime? Yeah. I don't think that team works. Wow. So Kobe, Braun, Dwight, Powell, and CP3. You don't think it works? No. Braun and Kobe? All of them. Well, I mean, Dwight going to block the shots, going to get you some rebounds. I'm going to want the ball. You want the ball, yeah. Okay. CP3, pick and roll with LeBron, Kobe. Gonna have the ball. Kobe? Gonna have the ball. LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have the rock. <laughs> so, like, yeah, they not who they are without the ball. Right. Yeah. So, we gonna sell a lot of tickets. Ain't gonna, win no, cha- ain't gonna win no championship. Nah. <laughs> of all the teammates you had to have never won a ring, who would you like to give a ring to? Tracy McGrady, Penny, CP3, Melo, Grant Hill. You can only get one ring. CP, who else? T-Mac, T-Mac, Penny, <coughs> Mello, G-Hill. I'm going to go with CP. Should rings matter in an argument? Individual, no. I, they shouldn't matter if it's an individual talent. Only in teams, only in only when you talking on the concept of a team. Cause see, look, can, I, can I give you my opinion? Yeah. I believe you can be great without having a ring. Mm-hmm. But to be in the conversation for great tis, you've got to have a ring. Agree or disagree? You got to have a great team. Only great teams win championships. There hasn't been one player mm-hmm. in the history of the NFL, NBA, NHL that has won a championship by themselves. Right. It just ain't happened. So are you willing to put Carl Malone if that's the case? Because I think Carl Malone would be probably the number one power forward had he won a couple of championships. But that distinction belong to Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is killer. Right. No, I mean, again, like I said, it's too many great players right. to choose the greatest. Um, as far as well, you just told me you say Jordan is in the league by himself. Yeah, because he pushed the game, he changed the game. People, people, all the shoes we wear look like Jordan. Well, you do know what Magic and Bird did because they, they used to the games used to be on tape delay. The NBA Finals was on tape delay. Mm-hmm. They played it one day, and you watched it later. Yeah, Magic is killer too. Bird is killer. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm just so so. What is your definition? How how would you define? A great player. What what's a great player to you? What is it? Is it some numbers? Is it all NBA selections? Is it All Star? Is it MB? Is it MVPs? I'm just we talk about just great players. No rings because for me, like I said, I believe in order to be into the greatest conversation, you need titles. Preference, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I like I like uh, mentality. I like um, style. I like charisma. Mm-hmm. I like. Um, I like winners. Right. So for me, that's going to be different than everybody else. I want to say it like this. So so think about this. Remember that year Cleveland and, um, what was that, Cleveland and uh, Golden State yeah. played? Yeah. And I think uh, Brian led the whole. Yeah. And all the stats. Yes. Yeah. 
that would be the one time somebody can say somebody won a championship or was the closest to winning a championship. By, yeah, by yeah. himself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think they won. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, they did. Oh, well, he, well, he had, yeah, he did. Well, yeah, he did. He had, uh, the year, that was 2016 when he chased them down. I don't think they won. They won that year, 2016. They did? Yeah. Okay. He, he, had, he led the entire finals in points, and rebounds, everything. assists, steals, blocks, right. shots. Yeah. So, like, in that sense, that's like winning by yourself. You played with Dwight in Orlando, Houston, Washington, L.A. Shit. Why doesn't D. Howard get the respect he deserves? <laughs> Why doesn't he get the respect? Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about what what he got what he got going on off the field. Uh, let's sit, I, let's sit that aside. I let's talk about the player that. on the court. Probably because I think he probably was a little bit too goofy. Like he played too much, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. So like everybody else don't understand that type of like personality. Um, when they thinking of um, greatness, I guess. Like, it's different. Like, he has, like, the smile, and he likes to, like, right. laugh and get along. But, you know, having a smile and being a killer is, you know, I don't know. The only person to get that off is, is Magic. Magic. Yeah. yeah. What was he like in the locker room? Was he a good teammate? He seemed like, I mean, like you said, he was very, you know, fun, go- outgoing, fun-loving. Yeah. But... I mean, the dude was a, was a, a 20 and 10, 2010, 2004, 2014 guy. Monster. He was a three-time defensive, consecutive defensive player of the year. Yeah. Uh, in his prime, he was a top five player, finished second in the MVP voting. So yeah, they make it seem like the man was a – I can see if he laughing and joking and giving you seven and eight. Yeah, the, he laughing and joking and giving you 2014 with three and a half blocks. I, he, he's been disrespected completely for his talent and the things right. that he's done to this game. How shocked are you? John Wall, he has, man, he he went through it. I think he had like an ACL and then towards Achilles and then he lost his mom. He 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 had a stretch where he really went through it. Yeah. Do you think his career is over? Nah, it's not. His career ain't over until he put it down. Right. But man, he had a, a rough go at, you know, he had a, some years where it wasn't wasn't. You know, nobody, everybody was struggling in that situation right. that, he, that he went through. Mm-hmm. So um, where he is at this point is unfortunate. There was a situation in the Clippers locker room after the game, <laughs> and they confronted some of the players. I mean, I, what, the, the, the little tunnel was a little tunnel, somebody knew about a secret passage. <laughs> Did you know about that passage? I mean, everybody that plays in the NBA. They knew about the it. The locker rooms are right there. Right. What about it? <laughs> <laughs> what? So what set that off? Uh, <clears throat> what set that off? There was an altercation or like, you know, words being exchanged yeah. on the court. And uh, me and one of my old teammates, we, you know, we was talking to each other. And then like, again, remember. Our- if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was talking about, like, an outsider. Yeah. Getting in right. in between family business. <laughs> That's the situation. And so you're like, okay. Yeah, so I, and I didn't understand. I didn't. You didn't understand. You I ain't got hear, nothing to do with it. Yeah, I didn't hear what he had to say. So, you know, the person that I am, um, I wanted to know what he had to say. Right. Do you ever take it probably Okay, in the heat of the battle, they're like, "Ah, oh, man, bam in your face, Trail. Take that, punk. You know what? You can't guard me." Do you take that personal? You say, "Okay, we just in the game." Nah, yeah, it's not personal. Unless it's disrespectful. Right. So, like, there's a few trigger words that <laughs> <laughs> that become disrespectful. And, and so then, then you like, hold on now. Okay, yeah, you got them two on me now, but come on now. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. Like, if that's what you do, that's what you do. Right. You know, I I don't take it personal because I understand you're a basketball player. Right. And this is basketball. But uh, I remember. I do remember this because Trey plays with the Hawks. I'm from Georgia, lived in Atlanta, still got a place there. He tried to nutmeg you. Yeah. And you checked the man. Yeah. You can let him haul the globe try to you. Fuck no. <laughs> We're not even in, like, again, he's he, he's unbelievable, right. right? And I've been seeing him do it. And I watched him gearing up to try to, like, do it to me. And it was just reaction. It wasn't like, you know, I'm like, oh. You ain't to put me on the highlight tape. No, it's not that. Just play with your peers. Right. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. That's, yeah, that's not for me. You guarded LeBron. Yeah. You guarded Kobe. That's, those are your assignment. You going into the game. What's your mindset going into the game? You guarding Kobe. What's your mindset going into the game? Guarding LeBron. And what's your toughest matchup? Well, Kobe will be the tougher matchup, and Kobe is the tougher matchup because he's way more relentless. 
Bron is more like of, uh, he's relentless in a different way. He's going to make the right play. So <laughs> Bron will beat you up, get into the paint and like kick it out. And you like, whoo, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where Thank Kobe you. is, Kobe will beat you up, get in the paint, pump fake you, pump fake you, spin, pump fake you again, get you in the air, beat you up, and one. And one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. He'll, that's like complete embarrassment. Players under 25, you want to build your team around. You got Zion, you got Jock, you got some issues. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. I was going to go Luca, Chet, uh, Women Yama, Tyrese Halliburton, Melo, K. Cunningham. I like Anthony You love Ant-Man. I love Anthony Edwards' game. He's cool. He definitely seems like a different animal this year. He's super cool. He would be the first person. I like Melo. Uh, Lamelo, he's real good. Uh, who else did you say? Luca for Luca. sure. Luca's good. He Luca's really good. Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton is really good. He's a scorer. You like that trade? Halliburton from the Kings for to, uh, oh, he's the point guard. Yeah, he's really good. He's he's better than what I thought he was mm -hmm. like initially. Uh, he shoots from from deep. He he can pass the ball yeah. like really really well. I think I think what you call him won that trade. I think uh, Indiana. Uh, Indiana won that trade for Sabonis. Sabonis is. I mean, I like Sabonis. He's a triple-double machine, 7-1, can rebound, can score, can, can assist the basketball. I think Indiana won that trade, too. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they got him on that one. What, what, what are your thoughts <laughs> on, 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 on Wimby? Man, I don't think, I think that he is extraordinary. Like, he's an extraordinary talent. Um, I, somebody asked me that earlier, they, but they compared him to KD. Right. As far as like scoring the ball and like the way that I try to like explain it, I try to say like he's going to score the ball because, you know, he's he's seven four and he's the guy on his right. team. The percentage is how you're going to be able to tell on who could possibly be the better player. So like wait till the end of the season, give you 82 games and the field goal percentage and the average would kind of determine on who would kind of score more points. Right. Would be better. Do you like the comparison when Shaq said Wimby is Bo Bo? I understood what he was saying completely because Bo Bo got super skill. He's super talented. I I mean, I haven't been around him as a teammate or seen him or, you know, been in a space where I can like get an ear to why he don't play. Mm -hmm. But I can see him being similar. Like the times that he did play mm -hmm. uh, last year or when he was in Orlando. He was in Orlando, then he was with the Nuggets. He killed in Orlando. Like the stretch that he played, he mm -hmm. was killing. So I understand the comparison. We talked earlier, you said Ant-Man is the best player in the NBA. For you, Ant-Man is the best player in the NBA. Give me your top five players. Oof. Top five? Uh, Tatum. Under a certain age, no. Or Damn, the top five players. That's just too many. Uh, I like Book. I like. Uh, I'm gonna go young. I'm like Book. I like Anthony Edwards, Luca, <sighs> Jokic. Ain't that young? Jokic, um, KD. Uh, did you play with uh, I May Udokin at the Knicks? Who? I May. No. I was going to wonder if you, what you thought about him. So how do you think he'll do in Houston? Because it seemed to have they playing well. That's a very young team. Yeah, I, I, I like what he does. He comes, like, his coaching background, 
is a is a a really good coaching background. Mm-hmm. You know, they have principles. So you know how you say like the heat way. Mm-hmm. Um, where he comes from, they have a way as well. Right. Um, so those core principles have shown that they work throughout the years. Mm-hmm. They're timeless, and um, it seems like players like playing for him. Right. He, are you are you surprised that he was able to get a second chance? I don't think I don't think what he did was an unfair. I mean, people, oh, he did this. Look, okay, okay, that's between him and his partner. They they went on their separate ways, but he ain't killed nobody. Come what on. did he do? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, look, look, you know. No, I don't know. Well, I mean, anybody's. Kinda, that's what I'm saying. So, like, what it said, what we say down south, he put his penis in his wallet. That's what he did. I mean, that's what we call it down south. So we have a a saying where I'm from. I don't know if it's appropriate to say. We can beep it out if necessary. Huh? We can beep it out if necessary. You stay out of dick and pussy business. Right. Okay. That's fair fair enough. That's fair enough. (laughs) Dylan Brooks. What do you think of Brooks? Hard nose. I like his game. He played Mm -hmm. hard. He played hard as hell. You played in the two biggest markets, New York, L.A. Yeah. Which one you like the best? Uh, I'm a homer. You, you home? Yeah. L.A. through and through. Yeah, I'm a homer. But did you like playing in New York? I love playing in New York. I think I was too young to appreciate, uh, appreciate it. it completely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being at home is home. Ooh, I got one for you. You were a second-round draft pick in 2004. Yeah. Who's, the be- who's the best second-round draft pick of all time? For you- me? Yeah. Gilbert. Are you sure? I mean, that's that's who came to my mind first. You knew it. I, there's a, a two-time MVP and a finals MVP that was in the second round. Jokic. Ooh. I, Jokic is cold. But <laughs> Jokic is so cold. I, I'm gonna let you tra- I'll let you change it if I you want to. I ain't gonna change. I'm gonna go with Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert, is, Gilbert is sick. He just ain't winning. Manu, so the Manu, Jokic, Gilbert, Draymond, Dennis Rodman, Mark Gasol. I'm not so sure Dre, uh, Gil, I mean, Gil, my guy, but Gil might be, he might be third, fourth on this list. I'm going with Gil. <laughs> I'm going with Gil for sure. What the, the rookie contract, you look at it, look at the salaries now. Guys, guys about to get a contract. Jason Tatum about to get 400, damn near 400 mil. That's beautiful. And he's 25, so he gonna get another contract. So he might do a billion dollars yeah. in NBA contracts. Are you surprised? Because I just remember, what was it? Like five years ago, Mike Conley had the biggest contract at $151 million. Right. I'm not surprised. That means the game is growing. Right. And that's a beautiful thing. Like, you always want to see people behind you get better. Right. Evolution is always a good thing. Right. What were some of your best purchases? I mean, you come in as a rookie, your seventh-round draft pick. You weren't a lottery pick. So you. Did. So what was, what was one of your best purchases, one of your worst purchases as a rookie? Uh... <laughs> uh, my, I guess being able to get my mom a house, right? That was the best feel-good thing uh, for me. Um, probably the worst thing: depreciating assets, so cars, like, jewelry, dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so as a rookie, you know you got to take care of, you got to take the vets out. Where you take them, uh, and how much you eat? See, so like for us, it was different. Um, they just make us do, well, I don't even know if they do that now, but when I was a rookie, we used to have to like grab the bags, right. help the uh, equipment manager take the bags off the plane right. uh, in every city, 
carry people's you right. know, bags and stuff. Get make donuts, what about donuts, sandwiches, donuts, chicken? All that stuff. We right. have to do that. But like, I had vets that was like super up, like they were real rich. Right. <laughs> so they would like, you know, I didn't, they, they didn't get no issue out of me. So they would take care of me. Right. The, uh, L.A., there've been a lot of home invasions. There've been a lot of, you know, robberies with celebrities. How do you advise players to move in L.A.? Don't be flashy. Like, keep your head on a swivel all, at all times. And keep your shit off IG. Because they come get it. Stay off IG for sure. <laughs> Especially if you're not if you're not from here. Just right. Try to stay as respectful as you possibly can. Is that why you keep such a low profile? I just feel like I, I like to move in the shadows, period. Right. Yeah. Your younger brother passed away, mm-hmm. falling in a hotel room. How did that impact Trevor? Uh, I th- my brother dying, I think it made me... Uh, it helped me. It helped me more so than like it hurt me. And that's weird. It sounds crazy, but it allowed me to like pick up a ball and like put my pain into all the, the basketball mm-hmm. instead of the other way. Because mm-hmm. it could have went the other way, yes. too. Mm-hmm. That's probably the I got in a lot of trouble when I was younger around that time. Right. Um, but basketball helped you cope. Basketball definitely helped. It gave me an outlet to to let you know, all the emotions out in. Dating advice. I mean, having been 18 years, uh, you mentioned you have three kids. Is there any advice that you gave rookies or that you received from the vets when you got into the league that you later then in turn passed along? Stop lying. (laughs) (laughs) Be honest. You know, I feel like um, in a position where, you know, you have... Everything that you need or you want, it's no need for you to lie to nobody. Right. So just be honest with who you are and what you're about. And people that like you going to like you anyway. Right. I read that Ter- Terrell Owens came to your Clipper trial. Why mm-hmm. was T.O. there? I mean, y'all played together. Y'all were cool like that. I mean, support system. Now, T- you know what's crazy? T.O. just is, I feel like he just loves the gym. He's yeah. a gym rat completely. Yeah. And uh, he happened to be there at the time. And... Um, he was in there watching. Gosh, that was that was dope. Tio swear he could he believed he could have played in the NBA. He probably felt he probably could have if he started a little bit earlier. Right. He's super he's an athlete. He could do yeah. everything. Was he good? I mean, I'm sure he like he like he's been open run. He's like played with some of the players. Yeah. You think he got a decent game? I think he got a a, a really good game for uh, a professional athlete that played another sport. What NBA player? You think if they would have started early, could have played in uh, the NFL? Anthony Edwards. <laughs> you I like Anthony Edwards Superman. how you like Brian. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. What's next, what, what's next for uh, Trevor Reza? What's next for me? Uh, I like to say that when you see it and when you hear about it, then you're going to know. It. Yeah. Silence. Super solid. People Trevor can't Reza. take shit from you when they... They don't know about yeah. it. Yeah. Trevor Reza. Here, let's have his drink. Congrats, 18 years. All the best, bro. Appreciate it. Cheers. All my life. Been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice. Got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life. I've been grinding all my life. Look. All my life. Been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. 
bikes Hustle pay the price Want a slice Got to roll the dice That's why All my life I've been grinding all my life If you love sports and true crime Then there's a new podcast From executive producer Dan Patrick And hosted by me, Jay Harris That you won't want to miss Playing Dirty Sports Scandals Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.